0: everybody, welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are here once again to bring you some amazing movies or television shows to watch over the weekend on streaming, or really anytime, honestly. These these recommendations that we give you are timeless, so as long as they're streaming, you should always check them out or go back and listen to old episodes. They're great. Just do it. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off, and I am going to pass this over to Zach. Well.
1: What a surprise! Uh, thank you, Renee. So this week, <laughs> this week I've got uh, I've got a little bit of comedy and a little bit of horror, and let's start with the comedy because uh, I wanted to recommend a show that I love. Uh, actually, I, I think I'd seen like the first season or two in the past, but uh, I just found out that it is now on Hulu. All of the seasons, I think there are nine seasons in total, and uh, it's something of a treat, especially if you enjoy dry british comedy the name of the show is peep show and it's a bit of a um i, I don't know it's a bit of a like a novelty show they they kind of have uh, a bit of a uh, a bit of a hook i guess you could say where literally the entire show is shot from the first person perspective so anytime someone is talking to another character it's like you're seeing the person talking from their perspective they're basically just talking to the camera and uh, it should get old, it should be kind of like, you know, one of those things that kind of the novelty wears off, and then it just, uh, you know, it just gets annoying, but it's actually not. It's actually, it's such a funny show, you actually kind of forget it, um, and there's kind of, I guess, the hook to get you interested, but uh, the actual show is hilarious. Uh, the two guys, two main characters in it, uh, Robert Webb and David Mitchell, uh, who've done a lot of stuff together, they have a couple of shows, uh, a couple of other shows that they did together, and you may be familiar if you're an internet user uh, you may be familiar with uh, with them from the Are We The Baddies meme. Oh, uh, yeah. That gif that uh, people, that's, people a great one. that's Yeah, that's not from this show, but that is from one of the other shows they did where, you know, the uh, they're Nazis and they're, they're starting <laughs> to realize, wait, are we the baddies? Um, but no, this show, uh, this actually predates that. Uh, it's a great show. It's about basically two uh, 20-something or 30-something guys. One of them is, uh, let's say he's, he's professional. He's got his life kind of together and his friend. Uh, not so much but uh, it's really fun like I said it's uh, lots of try British humor I think there are plenty of jokes in there that I don't get uh, because it's there are some very British show, show uh, very British jokes but there are also some uh, jokes that I do get especially because it's kind of funny the show was started back in I think it was 2003 and there are some kind of timely jokes that if you were kind of around in 2003 you might uh, chuckle at them but anyways once again The name of the show is Peep Show, and it is currently available on Hulu. Apparently, it's also available on Fubo, so you can watch all nine seasons on
2: uh, either of those. And uh, speaking of dry humor that I often don't get, uh, I'll pass this over to Bill. So who wasn't around in 2003? 19-year-olds? Who cares? (laughs) True. Well, you know, Yeah. cognizant. People who weren't around and uh, culturally aware in 2003. Uh, there were people born when I was and they weren't culturally aware of well, 2003. Fair enough. So. Well, my theme for this week, and I hope we haven't already done these films, though who knows, are uh, two films starring, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, Me- Meiko Kaji. Since no one is protesting, I guess I did it all right. Um, the first one is Lady Snowblood. And when you're watching this film, you know where Quentin Tarantino... Got the inspiration for Kill Bill, and I, I, as soon as I, you know, realized this, I looked it up, and yes, indeed, he made people watch Lady Snowblood in between takes during Kill Bill, which is great. It's um, it takes place in uh, I guess the late eighteen hundreds. A um, a teacher, his wife, and their young child are attacked by three, uh, four criminals. The husband is killed, as is the child. The wife is raped and kidnapped by one of the criminals. She later kills him and is sentenced to life imprisonment, where she then has sex with all the guards and gives birth to a daughter that will be able to carry out her vengeance. And this young girl, much like the bride, is raised by a um, very stern kung fu priest to be basically a demon of vengeance, to live strictly to carry out vengeance for someone else, her mom in this case. And indeed, she does. Lots of blood. And this blood, this blood is the reddest blood I have ever seen in my life. This makes the stuff that the Kensington Red that Hammer films use look like pink Kool-Aid. This blood is so red, it actually looks red against black, which is hard to pull off. It's great. Doesn't look real at all, but that's okay. It's cool. And Kenji, is, uh, Kaji is so good at this. She is like a... Um, She's like a female Japanese man with no name. She doesn't show a lot of emotion. Her face is extreme. Her eyes are extremely expressive, but she shows virtually no emotion at all. A killing machine. Great stuff. A lot of fun. It's it's well made. The director, uh, Toshiya Fujita, did not make movies like this. In fact, the only movies he made like this are this one and the sequel. But, uh, and, and they did okay. They didn't take off. It was based on a manga by the same guy who did uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. And it wasn't nearly as successful. But boy, it's really um, influenced things since. And it's it's a it's a fun movie to watch. It really is just good stuff. So that's Lady Snowblood. I believe it's on Tubi and it's definitely on Shudder. And I will pass this over to Paul. Why, thank you, Bill. And
3: I want a second uh, Lady Snowblood. Yeah, fantastic film. Absolutely fantastic film. Well, my films tonight. My theme tonight is uh, 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 actors who who became famous uh, with a uh, a franchise film when they were younger, and now do quirky films instead. And so my first film is *Swiss Army Man* from 2016, oh. starring Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. This is uh, directed by Daniels, which are Daniel Scheibert and uh, Daniel Kwan, who did this year's Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, This was their film debut, and this one is the one that notoriously stars Daniel Gradcliffe as a farting corpse. Um, It's on Paramount+, Plus, Fubo, Showtime, Canopy, and DirecTV. And yeah, it's a a story of a, a man and his friend who is a corpse. Um, but it's called Swiss Army Man because Paul Dano figures out how to, I was going to say Bill Dano, and I'm like, wait a second, Bill Dano? Wait, no, never mind, it's, a, anyway, um, Jose Jimenez. But uh, Paul Dano um, figures out how to basically use Daniel Radcliffe basically as a tool, but he's also becomes a friend. And uh, it's, uh, it's a definitely interesting, very weird, very quirky film, but has a deep emotional core to it, believe it or not. Um, and will tear your heart out at times, uh, especially probably probably one of the most emotional films about a farting corpse you will ever see. So that's Swiss Army Man, uh, on Paramount Plus, Fubo, Showtime, Canopy, and Directv. And speaking about uh, uh, um, good friends, I'll pass this to Renee. So you thought I was gonna say speaking about farting corpses? I
0: was you? yeah. I didn't know where that was gonna go.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god. So. My recommendation, I had sort of a lazy weekend, and you know, sometimes when you have a lazy weekend, you just don't really want to try to find something new, and you're just kind of looking for like a rerun, essentially. And my suggestion is something that was just recommended a few months ago, but at that time, it was only streaming on HBO Max. And I know not everybody has HBO Max, but you know what everybody should have? Tubi! And this movie's on Tubi. And this movie is blade this movie is a uh, yes that's right <laughs> it is uh action-packed it is quite entertaining it is wesley snipes and steven dorf and chris christopherson and donald logue and one of paul's favorite actresses shows up for a little bit well that would be one <laughs> miss tracy lords <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's when Paul protests and says, oh, oh, wait, no, no. And I, then I have to <laughs> remind him about Excision. And then She's he fantastic tells us, in Excision. Ex- yes. Exactly. See? There yes. you go. All right. So glad we could do that. Anyway, so Blade. And I will tell you. Um, I was going to say, speaking me. of
3: child stars that grew yeah. up to do. Different- oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, there you go. go. Oh, my oh. wow. oh, God. Right. No. Wow. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Renee. Didn't mean to interrupt. Oh,
0: no. Uh, <laughs> well, the full, the full trilogy is on... I don't know how many more of them there were, forgive me, uh, is on Tubi. I, Zach is probably a better uh, reference as to whether or not you should watch the second and third. I feel like I've seen the second, but it's been a while. I can't remember. Anyway, that's my recommendation. It's Blade. It is on Tubi. And it's quite it's entertaining. Yeah, I think you all should watch it.
2: For my money, the best superhero introduction ever is the opening of that film.
0: Oh, yeah, start to finish. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I'll pass this over to Zach.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, my recommendation for watching the Blade trilogy, honestly, is just watch Blade three times and Perfect. call it a day. But uh, I, I, I know that Blade I like 2, Blade 2, 2. Does ha- I know Blade 2 charms. has its fans. Uh, I. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's say I'm still just. I'm very angry at this movie because. Um, they retcon a major point of the first film, like, during the opening credits, and it mm. makes me so angry. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I guess you maybe could watch it, and then, uh, yeah, then there's Blade Trinity, but enough of, enough about that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, so like I said, uh, we got some comedy and some horror this week, uh, so Peep Show is good for some laughs, but if you want some chills, and boy, you probably do, because, you know, Halloween is right around the corner, so... Probably want to start watching some some movies to get you in the mood right now. And I think uh, if you listen to this podcast at all, you know that I'm a big zombie fan. I don't care if they've been done to death, no pun intended. Uh, I love zombie movies, and I actually haven't seen every zombie movie out there because uh, this is one that's, I think, pretty well known, but I actually hadn't watched it until just recently. Uh, the name of the movie is The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. Uh, it oh. was also released under the title Let Sleeping Corpses Lie, but I'm pretty sure uh, The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue is what you find uh, under uh, on all the streaming services that have it. Uh, so this is a British zombie movie, and uh, the premise of this one, it's about some hippies that are being, I guess, like uh, kind of hunted, attacked by zombies. Uh, and, uh, the, the cops, well, there's some, there've been some mur- murders and the cops assume that it's the hippies as always, uh, but it's not, it's the zombies as always. And it's kind of, this one's got kind of an interesting twist, uh, because, uh, in this one, there's a, I guess it's a, uh, well, from the description, it says that the zombies are created by ultrasonic radiation, uh, eight, excuse me, let's st- start that again. An experimental ultrasonic radiation machine used by the ministry of agriculture to kill insects. Damn you, Ministry of Agriculture. I knew that you were behind it. Um, this is a fun movie. Uh, like I said, it's a British film. So it's got... Uh, uh, it's actually directed by a Spanish director, I believe. Um, but it was made in, in Britain. And uh, it's pretty entertaining. It's pretty fun. Uh, There's some good uh, gory kills. Uh, there are also... Normally this would really annoy me. There are zombies that conveniently kind of teleport around... Uh, to attack people at the most convenient times, but uh, the movie was so much fun that I was able to excuse that. So uh, if you want to check this one out, uh, The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue, currently available on Shudder, Fright Night, and Voodoo. And I should also mention, this is kind of an interesting one because it's actually like right in the middle, I think, of uh, Night uh, and Dawn of the Dead, like in terms of the release dates. So it was a post-Night film, obviously, and uh, obviously took a lot of inspiration from that movie, but it was uh, before Dawn of the Dead. So it kind of before uh, some of the uh, kind of more uh, or like, I guess, second wave of zombie films. Uh, so it's kind of a, an interesting uh, space. Um, so, yeah, check it out. It's fun. It's good. It's it's, it's uh, spooky and scary, which is probably what you're looking for right now. And uh, speaking of people who are always on the hunt for <laughs> spooky and scary,
2: I will turn it over to Bill once again. That's, a, that's an excellent choice. That used to be one of my holy grails because I'd heard about it and I'd seen clips from it that look fantastic, but c- could not find that movie to save my life and finally found a gray market copy that was fairly decent and lived up to its expectations, which holy grails seldom do. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a cool movie. Very different take on zombies. They're very unusual zombies.
1: Well, let's, um, let's actually, I got, I got to mention, Bill, it's, it's interesting you mention that because next week I've got a, a holy grail of my own that uh, I don't know if it lived up to my expectations, but uh, tune in next week and find out what that is.
2: I hope it's not one of those hard-to-find Tracy Lord's films. Oh, <laughs> God. Lord? No. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Let's move on. Uh, okay. Yeah, moving on. Okay, so uh, continuing with uh, Miyako Kaji. This one. Female Convict Scorpion Jailhouse 41. Which just sounds like they pulled words out of a hat and strung them together. And you gotta, you gotta watch it because there's, there's a whole bunch of female Prisoner 701 Scorpions. I, I, I keep renting the wrong one, but they're all good. This one just happens to be the best. It's about a, this, it's a woman in prison movie. One of my least favorite genres, because they just tend to be very exploitive and rapey and just not really my thing. And this is all those things, but oh my God, this film is so stylistically brilliant. It is, it's about a a woman who's been wronged. She's in prison. She's horribly treated. And she just continually gets her revenge on these people. Every time they think they've beaten her down, she uh, castrates one with the bloody end of a spoon or something. I mean, she's just, she's really a problem child here. Eventually escapes with a bunch of the other prisoners, and they're, they're on the run. None of these people are particularly likable. The prisoners are unpleasant. All the men are pigs. Uh, they run across some male convicts, and it's, it's rapey time. Just everyone's awful. And I shouldn't like this film, but, um, it is, it's nuts. It's a little bit of kabuki. The colors will, for no reason whatsoever, suddenly go all suspiria on you. They, uh, you know, people have flashbacks and it's like, it's, it's, it's an art film. It's an art film in the most exploitive genre possible. There's nothing else like it, remotely like it. And once again, Kaji is fantastic uh, playing this role where, yeah, yeah, you might think she's not acting at all, and maybe that's the case, but that's the perfect choice for these characters. So, definitely not one to watch with Grandma and the kids, but if you want to see something uh, that you just don't see anything else like this, female convict Scorpion, Jailhouse 41, on Shudder, and I believe on Tubi, you won't regret it, probably. And I throw this back to Paul. Well, thanks, Bill. And and I definitely want to second that one as
3: well. I I had the pleasure of seeing that on the big screen at the Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Years ago, they showed it at the Alamo. And that was great to see with a big crowd, too. I'll bet. I'll bet. Great flick. Well, my second flick, uh, like I said, I was talking about um, actors who were in franchises when they were young and now have the freedom to do quirky films. And this one is uh, Elijah Wood in Come to Daddy from 2019, currently playing on Amazon Prime. It's written and directed by Ant Timpson and stars Elijah Wood and Stephen McCaddy. And uh, Elijah Wood plays a hipster who, and he is a hipster. He he is like a full on hipster. uh, And who uh, gets a a letter from his, his, um, uh, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here hey anyway, he's uh gets uh, a uh letter from his father who he hasn't seen in forever like since he was a child and uh, goes to his remote cabin for a reunion and uh, things are not quite as he's expecting it is a dark dark comedy thriller um it is utterly fantastic really fun uh and it's, it's one of these ones where I think the, the trailer is just perfect. It gives you just enough and not, not anymore. And it is so much fun. Um, not a happy film. I mean, it's, it's a dark, dark comedy, but it's great. So that's Come to Daddy 2019 on Amazon Prime. And I will pass this to Renee.
0: Well, hello. Here I am again because I was muted. So I guess I have a little bit of a horror comedy theme myself. And this movie, so gosh, you think about this stuff that we have right now on TV or on the internet and in a thousand years, someone's going to find it and they're going to be very concerned, but think also like the stuff that we're kind of broadcasting out into the universe and what would happen if like aliens picked up these signals and they say they saw a show like Star Trek and they just thought it was real. and like what would happen if they thought that was a real thing and then they needed captain kirk's help you know they would they'd probably try to seek him out which is a lot like what happened in this movie Galaxy Quest.
2: Yeah. This movie.
0: Yeah. This movie is another one that has just a really great cast uh Alan Rickman uh Tim Allen mm. Sigourney Weaver Tony Shaloub Sam Rockwell blah 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 I could keep on going there's just a ton of great people in this movie and it's really really funny Essentially aliens have are under the impression that these are real life uh superhero type, you know, what am I trying to say? Um space fighter people. I don't know. I'll come up with with a better description. Anyway, <laughs> they come to them for help and it is everything that's involved with trying to help these these poor guys that came to them. And uh yeah. So Galaxy Quest, and you can watch that on Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, Epics, Direct TV. And
2: that's it. Hey, can I just say, this is one of those movies that if we're like flicking through channels and it comes on, it doesn't matter if it's at the very beginning, the middle, the end, anywhere, we can immediately start watching it and fill in all the blanks. This is yeah. easily one of my top 10 favorite movies and is clearly the second best Star Trek movie ever made. <laughs>
3: It's, it's, I, it's i have to agree fantastic. with that bill it's 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 a, it's a it's a loving it's a loving parody of them i mean it's not yeah it's not making fun of them in hatred or in spite it clearly loves right star trek and 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 yeah. it, it, like you said it gets it right it's, it is one of the best star trek films honest
2: very <laughs> few films get that balance of parodying something while still showing why it's worthwhile you know to parody in the phrase it's done out of love and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and oh my God, Alan Rickman. No, they've talked about doing a sequel, but what's the point? You know, oh, he, he was just so good in the role, so perfect. And frankly, also, I don't want to see a sequel because this is a film that tells a really good story. Beginning, middle, end, three-act structure, done. There is no need to sully this by continuing into a different story, by trying to do the same story again or force it into a story it wasn't meant to be. This is... Just a perfect sci-fi comedy. Mm-hmm. There's few better, maybe none better. I, I just want to throw in one of my favorite bits of trivia from the film. Was
3: originally the way they shot it, Tony Schluke's character is supposed to be a stoner, and he's supposed to be stoned out of his mind most of the time. And then they they were going to get uh, <laughs> slapped with a, I think a higher rating, and they oh. you know, they wanted they you know they wanted to keep it more family oh friendly God. rating, so they cut all the drug references out. So he's just this sort of like weird space case instead. So yeah. yeah. So watch it again and keep in mind that Tony Schiavone's mostly supposed to be stoned through the whole thing. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh... Have to
0: do that. So yeah, I guess that's all we have. Does anyone have a song to sing us out with?
3: What, why funny? You should ask. Yeah, oh, I do. No. It doesn't actually come directly from any of these films, but it kind of ties into the theme of the second one. So uh, it, the theme was "Come to the movie was come to Daddy.'" So this is "My Old Man" by Steve Goodman. Steve Goodman, who brought us uh, uh, the the city of New Orleans. Um, But uh, this is not that. This is My Old Man. I miss my old man tonight. And I wish I was he was here with me. With his corny jokes and his cheap cigars. He could look you in the eye and sell you a car. That's not an easy thing to do.
0: But no, but no one and never knew,
3: knew more joy creature, creature on this earth, on, on this earth than my
2: old man.
0: For the weekend of september sixteenth, Zachary recommended Peep Show, available on Hulu and FUBO. And Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue, available on Shudder, Voodoo, and Night Flight. Bill recommended Lady Snowbird, available on HBO Max, the Criterion Channel, and Shudder, and Female Prisoner Scorpion, Jailhouse 41, available on Shudder and the Aero Player. Paul recommended Swiss Army Man, available on Paramount, Fubo, Showtime, and Canopy, and Come to Daddy, available on Amazon Prime. I recommended Blade, Available on Tubi, and Galaxy Quest, available on Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, Epix, and DirecTV.